All right, y'all, it's spring, and you know what that means. It's time to start planning our summer festival traveling. Yep, it's time to get into my Airbnb bag cross-country, a.k.a. uh, time to visit my homes all across the country. And you know what I never think about? Why not list my own spot on Airbnb and host some folks at my house? I mean, my house is cute. Yes, let's make money while we're spending money. Just trying to help you out, man, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Ladies and gentlemen, we talk so much about Lenny Kravitz's life in part one of Questlove Supreme Interview with Lenny Kravitz. Uh, so check that episode out. And now here's part two of our exclusive two-part interview with the great Lenny Kravitz of Questlove Supreme. So when you got to Mama Said... Mm-hmm. Mama Said was a complete reaction to what was going on. Right. Uh, That's one of between, my favorite between records. Between Lisa and myself. Mine too. It might be... Of the old ones, it might be my favorite. Is it you know? hard for you to... Okay, so I'm saying, is that the type of album where you're... Like, you're Personal? done with it and no. that's, that's your... Well, I'm done with every album when it's done. I'm done with everything once it's finished. I'm on to the next. But um, I love that record, and uh, I don't regret a thing, you know? But I mean, the pressure of you still singing, like, it ain't over till it's over. Mm-hmm. Like, in your mind is... She's still the target of that song. Like, can you? I mean, it's her song, you know, and it's actually really interesting because, I mean, we're we're best friends. We're we're back to brother and sister. Well, I know she's at your show. We're shows best and... friends. I'm with right. her kids, her husband. We're all together. Right. Everybody's it's one big family, which is the way it should be. But she came to a she hadn't been to a show in a million years mm-hmm. since we were together. She had not been to a show, and she came to a show on the Strut tour, and she was. With Zoe, and it's the first time Zoe's In seen her too. mom right. at my show. Right. Wow. So here's wow. all of us. Wow. And I'm singing these songs Oof. from Mama Said that are about your mama. About <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, time out. Wasn't I at the show too? I it was don't in know. New York. Yes. Were you there? At the Webster Hall. Yes. When oh, we were shit, doing, I was there for that. We were doing those clubs. Wait, that's the first time she saw you yes. in a second? Yes. So. Modern family. Yo, yo, she was so <laughs> touched. She been was showing shit. Man. Yeah, and, I, want, I want to know where her reaction no, was. No, but she, it was, I looked up. I, I wasn't, I didn't know. But I looked up and I saw. I was watching her, her watching the whole holding time. holding hands. And both of them with this look on their face. And it was beautiful because it, it was a first for all of us. Mm. Right? And then I guess toward the end of the show, they actually ran out, went to the to the deli went to the shop and got flowers and were throwing flowers at the stage yeah. I mean, it was wow, a thing man it was a thing was it, was, it was beautiful I had hope for a little bit cause <laughs> I was 
you know, watching her, like, I, I was trying not to freak her out, but I kept watching her, like, watching. I was like, yo, she's really engaged in this. And, you know, mm. you remember that moment where, like, Kadeem interrupted the oh, baby, please. Right. <laughs> yeah, are like, you go, are you on a different world now? I was so yeah. Yeah. Kadeem and Whitley. I was so yes. <laughs> Dwayne Wayne and Whitley. Yeah. Listen, you see what we're dealing with here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's that's Lenny's world too. I'm just I mean, saying. I was it's on that. I was on that set. We had Cree here already, <laughs> so. No, it was it was really cool to see uh, how amicable. So no, the record is is a beautiful memory, and and I have no problem with those songs or singing them or. What was? Can I ask? What was her reaction to first hearing it? Then, yeah. I don't know. At that point, it was it wasn't it wasn't you guys wasn't rolling like that. So it wasn't like you finished it. And I not I, you know, it, yeah, it was. So wait, in no, the I gotta say, yeah. I gotta yeah. say, okay, more more than anything in this world, I probably that, put dude, that shit on that more. Was that one was a state of depression? There was a two week period where I didn't sleep, where I was, I had I had a guy living with me, like just watching me. Like, I was ready to jump out the window. It was bad. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. I and was you like, could hear that shit in your voice, and man. And that song was cut on a, on a what was it called, Porter Studio? Yeah, yeah. a little fourth track. It was cut on studio. a Porter Studio on a cassette. The track. Uh, Take notice. And then, I, and, then I, and then I went to Waterfront, and then I over, did the overdubs. But it started on a cassette in this room, in this loft that I, man, I was gone. That that song was the was the, was the deepest period of that record for me, emotionally. Um, and which one, song is it? What's, what's more than song? anything in this world? I'm one. I'm glad you said that because I've been trying to figure out. It was the, dark. The drum sound for that. Let's just buy a four track already, or dig one out of your 18 storage I think units. It's, <laughs> I think. I think it's the um, Alessis, the little gray Alessis, mm-hmm. little flat one, yeah. the curved up drum machine with the tape slap. And also, yeah, the the reason why I knew that it was real because you you sang so dry on it. Oh, it was just like some fifty seven lying around the apartment. Like, yeah, you sang so dry. No, but even your vocal, like you didn't put, you didn't do any inflections on it. Right. And I was just like, yo, and I was cheering for you, <laughs> listening to this shit. <laughs> I like was cheering for you. I feel I you. was, because when I heard it. You gonna get you know, it back, man. You know one of those songs. <laughs> you know one of those songs you can just gotta rewind over and over and yeah, over yeah. and over. And I had the cassette. So, you know, I'd get the end of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I wore that tape out. And I was just like, all right, Lenny. I I believe in this performance. You gotta I felt if you did a video. No, actually, you probably went to jail and got a restraining order. I was like, you got to say anything this song. You got to set up on her lawn and record a video. Right? That's called street harassment. Yeah. 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 But let me, let, me, let me ask this because... That's specific. And although it... As a, How do you know? You really How do you knew, know? Why is that street harassment? Yeah, just well, according Sidewalk, to the University of that's Twitter. A thing? Front lawn harassment? That's yeah. a thing? No, no, that's a real thing. Oh, okay. Street but let me ask this because you, you, you were straight honest and it's, it's great as a fan. Like, 
people appreciate that. You had the first album that was about falling in love, and then mm. you had the other album that was, you know, about the opposite. Mm. And I, I guess as an artist, when you're sitting in there writing this album, you're going through all your emotions. You're like, I got to get this shit out. I got to get this shit out. But then you put the album out, and you have to do promo and press around it, mm. right? So, <laughs> so I got to relive this shit. Yeah, <laughs> like how do you do that? And at what point, and even now, like I'm, just, I'm so grateful that you are open and you're still not tired of talking about this chapter because it's important to your no, music. No, I love it. On the tour now, I'm singing songs that I'm doing. Stand by my woman and different songs from that album. I mean, but how do you do that? Like, how do you do the promo off of these albums? Two different. Well, then I'm sure it was a different thing, but now they're just these like beautiful memories, mm. you know, and and parts of my life that, you know, mm. um, they're still there. So how did how did you? Were you disappointed that black radio didn't really pick up on it? Ain't over till it's over. Because I felt. I don't know. Once MTV went, started playing the shit out yeah, of it. On the pop was, charts, it went num so the pop would have been yeah. Yeah, straight pop. They would, it was number two. Yeah. With a bullet, because uh what's his name had what, that Robin Hood song that would not right. they, had, <laughs> they, had that, they had that movie money. Oh, no, I and I sat I sat three weeks I sat three weeks with that number two with a bullet. Three weeks. And where they put that last bit of money on that thing, and I, and my ass went four, n number three. Um, so it went number two. I don't know what it did on the R and B charts. I don't even. But did remember. they even did they even promote it to not to, not to say that black radio couldn't have just picked it up? But did they even sell it, promote I, it to the black radio? Always used to kind of be like, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> you know, like I'd go do promotion. But did they send you to Jack the Rapper or Jack the Hell Rapper? No. Nigga, what? <laughs> Fucking Prince did Jack the Rapper. Yeah. <laughs> Stop Prince did Jack the Rapper. Yeah. Prince did Jack the Rapper. R&B people did Jack the Wait, This is Lenny Kravitz. Y'all clapping. Yeah. Clapping. Yeah. Clapping. 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 Kevin Hart. So Look much clapping. <laughs> Why am I clapping like I that to my kids? No Stop that. No B-R-E. No Gavin. No Jack the Rapper. I'm guessing. B-R-E sounds familiar. Oh. Now, that was Black Radio Expo. Lenny, that you wasn't. Familiar. You but you did Look, Soul Train at least. It was like I would go. I did do Soul Train. Yeah. Um, These are the right cuts, so too. Because we, we but, loved it. But it was always like, all right, great. We'll do an interview. We'll joke around. We'll have a good... And then it's like, yeah, we'll play it twice. That's how they do. <laughs> that's your ass. That's, you know? yeah, that's how so I got fired. What I was saying, that it went number 10 on R&B chart. Okay. Well, that's not bad. Not oh, bad. shit. That's not bad. Okay. Okay. Because we, he, we knew he existed. We knew we loved the music. We just didn't know. We couldn't It was just it. not what they wanted. Right. I've never... I guess beside that... I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't even remember. But black radio, you know. Just, You're big on Russian Jew radio. <laughs> <laughs> What's the station, Steve? W U S S R. So Jew. with 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 gonna go my way, right? Um, and things totally breaking this. First of all, how did it happen? How how did you finally break the ceiling into man that track? First of all, who knew that tr that track had nothing to do with hit records, radio? Mm. No, dude. I, it, it's it adrenaline. Had, it did, but and it had post Teen Spirit, adrenaline rock was still a thing. Mm. It just felt it felt like a locomotive train. I know. didn't. I didn't see it. Okay, I didn't see it coming. That riff was too. too we cut effective. the track. We cut that track in five minutes. Wow. Cause a, cause hey, Alpha State. Because another session <laughs> yeah, yeah. was coming in. I was still on that tip, even on my third album. 
the next session was coming in. I, I couldn't <laughs> even block that bitch out. But dog, see, right? there's some there's some Greg Phelan games yeah. taught us called the alpha state, uh-huh. where when you don't overthink shit right. and and don't and you just do it and That's don't you know and we're like this and the next clients in the lounge and it's like it's getting that thing where we're kind of five minutes over their thing and they uh, get right, attitude. Uh-huh. And that, we're in there. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and, and. That puts your subconscious in the state of perfection that you're not even aware of. You don't think. And then I had the track. I went home, wrote the lyric and the melody because I it was just a jam. I had no idea of melody. Wrote these words, wrote the, sang it, and was like, okay, record comes out. They decide it's going to be a single. They're working it and working it and working it, trying to make it happen. Weeks going by. Nothing's happening. I think a big part of the success of that song was the visual. Yeah. I met um, Cindy. Well, no, well that Mark well, Cindy, yeah, Cindy became with, became out of it, but but um, Mark Romanic, the director. Uh-huh. I met him through Jeff Aroff, who signed me, and we took a walk on the East River and talked about let's make a video and the space and and this light and then that came. Then MTV didn't want to play it. They're pushing, they're they, pushing, wait, they're pushing. What? They, 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 they Not at first. Wow, what they say? What was the reason? Oh, you got to like work and get it on the thing and then the slow thing and then... And then, and then. That oh, video? Rotation. But you were already, already pretty established Yeah, but point. you know, it was it, did, it didn't happen right away. They worked that record for... Wow. Interesting. So they had to tour some weeks, arms weeks, to make it... But when it... It was about to go away. It was about to be done. And something happened and it just went kablam and that was it. You know, it that was it. Oh shit! That, yeah, that but be- it was a moment. It was a moment. It almost didn't happen. Damn. Yeah. That video I was, it was HD. Get out the gate. Yeah. Before it was HD. That. I know. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like, dang! Look, you can see his locks all up in there. It's crazy. Wait a minute! You, I want to go to that show. You, um, I forgot. You produced one of my favorite records. What? Uh Vanessa Paradis's uh, debut joint. Okay, see, you're so smart. You always, you always get it back. Well, to technically, the, to we the, s- no, no. Okay. Take Vanessa. I was producing Vanessa's album at the same time, and it was Vanessa waiting to come do her session. <laughs> so it was her session, but I had to still work, right? Right, right. But she was ready to then come in. It was her time, and it was like, well, she can't hear this. <laughs> what? She can't hear this. Well, it was kind of like we were cutting tracks. I was cutting tracks for her. But Are you that, using her that, studio no, no, but, time? No, but that obviously would have been too too hard for her. Right. But when I when we first were cutting it, I didn't know who it was for. I was doing my stuff and I was doing Vanessa's at the same time. Right. So it was just like, let's just hurry up, let's Keep get out of here, us. and just take this one home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Slip. So that record was made at the same time. Was okay. This in Hoboken also. All of that was in Hoboken. Yeah. The, oh, the Vanessa wow. Parody record, and I you know, I did everything up till. Circus in there. Okay. Circus was part New York, part Bahamas. Yeah. And wait, we're in Hoboken? Is, in, uh, the, it, it was a studios. building called the Delaquilla Building. It was, it's 15th in Washington at the end. It was this big, ugly brown and yellow, yellow window, spray painted sweatshop factory. People, people in there making purses and sweaters and shit. Does it you still know. exist? Now it's a fabulous condominium. Of course, Every, uh, everything in Hoboken is a fabulous condominium. Of course it is. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah. Or but far. it was waterfront. Yeah. Wait. So the T building that it's is it now the T building? I don't know what it was called. Oh, okay. It's at the end. 
15th and Washington. It's at the end, that big building. Yes, yeah, building. And there used to be like a smokestack. I don't know if that's wow. gone or still there, but yeah. Wow. You yeah, know okay. what we, we skipped over? What? Justify My Love. Ooh, Ooh, shit. Man, Ooh. please. Yeah, good catch. Boss. Ah. Yeah. Never changed. <laughs> ah. Okay, so my number one question about it. Yes. Why did they not clear security of the first world? Because I asked Chuck, like, do you feel a certain way? He was like, no, nah, you know, what the fuck? I don't care. We had a thing for a minute. They were like, they were like, well, we're going to come after you. And I was like, well, you sampled it from this and added it. And then, I don't know. It, but... Is their version of Funky Drummer, right? I, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I forgot the original sample. It's, no, it's no, not No, it's them drummer. trying to do Funky Drummer on a drum machine. It was, but once I got the, uh, All the stems, you did, stem, yeah. I, I recognized what um, Jordan came from. Because there's a cowbell in there. Trouble funk. Yeah. Anyway. Doom, doom. So, <laughs> oh. It's a slow down. Yeah, yeah. Trouble yeah, yeah, funk. Yeah. You're right. So at the time, like, uh, well, I was in the studio mm-hmm. doing this thing, and I had this guy with me um, who I was going to play the drums or do something, but the, the, they didn't have the mics together. So I was like, I just need a beat that's kind of like this. I need, and this guy gave me the beat. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I didn't even know, know what, what it, was. it was. Okay, he's just like here, use this, and I was like, oh shit, that's bad. I mean, that's that's great, right? And then I put the strings and the stuff, and and then I don't know if you know when Madonna's talking, I'm in the back singing this melody in right. falsetto. That was meant to be the that was the scratch track of the melody of the song, but then afterwards, you know, Ingrid wrote the words right to 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 the song okay. and um she started writing this poetry thing to it so i was like okay well that's dope so we, we just left my melody in the back as this sort of distant voice do you, you know? do you know the story of the master reel or uh, the master reel of justify my love What's i story? think this happened after the fact okay so when we're working on our album mm. whoever the assistant engineer was for uh, justify for justify my uh. love I guess it's once the the final mix was done or whatever, and they're like because we cut Madonna. At, it wasn't at Waterfront. She wasn't going to come out to Jersey, so it was some, <laughs> it was some place in the city. I don't, he did so, in New York, so right? It's a studio that I don't even he was remember there. which one it was, right? So he was the, he's there during the time when you're cutting mm-hmm. vocals with Madonna, and so uh, something happens, and he says he got fired from. He said it wasn't you or or you know. But the studio fired him because uh, he accidentally erased or chipped a, a bad edit, okay. or like accidentally erased part of her vocal. Vocal, right? At the at the end of the process, okay, by accident, and he got fired. And but you weren't aware of that, so the story's going completely nowhere. I thought you were going to say he stole it, yeah, I, thought, I yeah. was stole. No. Okay. But I, I have a follow-up question. Yes. yes. Um, have you ever heard Albie Shore's version of Justify Your Love? Albie Shore has Nick, a version? What? No. Yeah, nah, just, Wait. No, hold no. on. I feel like I Wait. should remember that. Hold Why on. do you know this? Was this on the it, Honey, I'm Albie Home Shore album? has a version? Honey, I'm Home it, it, was, it was a B-side to, uh, you remember on the second album he did the duet with Diana Ross? No matter no. what. Yes. That's the one. It's the B-side of that, and it has Joe or Casey Haley singing on it, too. Wow. 
Wow. Wait, what? Wow, I did not know it's, that. It's called Al will justify your love. Yep. Wait, Nick. Is this oh it's, it's, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Al will. No, just... Al Al A L apostrophe L. Al O. Oh, that's dope. Spell this. A L apostrophe L, as in Al will. Yeah. Al O. Al O justify. How do you know the Steve? Caricature. You got. You you got that twelve is I'm sure you. Wait, got no. How do you know this? Because I. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big I'll be sure fan. You're Did you really just say that? Yeah. No. Wait, well, wait no, while we're at it. Wait, what? No, me and both Bill are R&B that. dudes. Like, I, well, but I missed that one. I, I didn't know. I'm afraid to listen to this. It was a B-side. I didn't expect many people to see it. You're I'm afraid. Play. Play. Just hit play. Hit play. Alice is by love. Bar. Right here on Quest Love Supreme with Lindy Kravitz. Oh, my God. Exclusive. And then after that, can we play the Young Black Teenagers version to my Donna? <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm at the beach. Uh-oh. I'm not saying this 91. is good or anything, but. Oh. Whoa. Writers, I'll be sure. Ingrid Chavez, Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> and Chubb Rock? Yes. Chubb Rock is on this. I forgot. Oh my God. Javante Swing, Jodeci. Oh, he's using the he's using the sample too. So many it's checks. This is version of the song, basically. Yeah, so, yeah. even though. That's so that's beautiful. That's JoJo singing just by my love. So, that sounds like it should be in the in the sex scene in Boomerang. <laughs> yeah, with that, with that, with that wind whistle. Yes, the Bumblebee wind whistle. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, that, yeah. Master of the That was on every record during that time. Pan flute. You want to kiss in Paris? Yeah, that's Ooh, yeah. It's not where we kiss. Uh-uh. This sounds like Boomerang. This sounds like Strong Zane. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but the, but the, the commercial where he let old boy do his own cut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, Jeffrey Holden. Yeah. Jeffrey Holden let him do it. You the Steel man. vagina. Yes, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> After bit. Yeah, so that's <laughs> the thing that happens. So I, I just, never changed, Boss Bill. My brother. I didn't R&D. know. How, I didn't know. I'll be sure. Didn't. Al just. See, you weren't seeing no checks from this. No, he got it. He got a check because <laughs> it was a B side. So yeah, it was only on, on sale for like what two weeks. So. <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We don't like New Way. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, and that was a Quest Love Supreme Rabbit oh, Hole. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> sorry all right. That. All right. That was. <laughs> I will justify. Because the thing was, I would expect him to do that like 10 years down the line. Nah. Nah, he did the that. Second album. Week. Second album. Second album, bro. Yeah. Private Times in the Hole now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. On the B side of that, Diana, Diana Ross duet. Is there any other Lenny Kravitz uh, treats that we don't know about? Yeah, uh, uh, I, I got one. The uh, I'm over here. You go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yes, yes, the, uh, the 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 um, Mick Jagger song, the Bill Withers song you did with Mick Jagger. Mm. Um, you produced. You produced an no, entire Mick Jagger no, record, did you? I, I I'm very uh, happy that I did that. But I had nothing. Rick Rubin produced it. Rick Rubin did. Oh, it. Oh, okay. But and I love Rick, and Rick's one of my dearest friends. Did you not produce a but Mick Jagger? I produced a song called "God Gave Me Everything" on Mick's. Next solo record. Okay. On Goddess in the Doorway. Okay. Yeah. I see. I'm yeah. talking about uh but uh, use me. Yeah. It was all right. <laughs> Wait, Mick Jagger did use me? With Lenny, yeah. Yeah. It, it was a I'm it trying to imagine right, what me, is... me being a Bill Withers man and I, I right. you know, 
I'm happy I did it, and it's cool, but it's alright. Yeah, it's it, it sounds really good, is, but you know. Okay, I have a, I have a general, I have a general rule about like working with your idols or whatever, like people that you admire, because it could go one way or the other. Where if they're too famous, you can't tell them nothing. But I had nothing to do with it. Like it wasn't my production. It wasn't my thing. It wasn't. Oh, it just. You know, did you wish you had control of that song? I mean, did they yes. take you out of your old? Okay, that's what I'm trying to go with it. Was it too clean? Come on, man. yeah, it was. But <laughs> it, it, it was. Give me that look, like, like come on, no good one. It was. Dude, we're talking about Bill Withers. Yeah, but then again, it was no matter what. It's it's fine. It was different. Yeah, and that's cool. You know, it was different. Okay. But just in looking back, I know you're not trying like, to drive anybody under the drive anybody, you know. roll anybody over the bus. But I, I get you're on a Mick Jagger album. You are. Oh shit, I am. Ah. Mm. Oh, you just snitched on me. <laughs> <laughs> which one? I forgot. I like it when you remind me. Which one? Which one is it? It's a couple years ago. Uh, only a couple years ago. I forgot. Oh. Time to look it up. He, he only got he like called... four solo records. I'm on two. No, of them, but so. it was it was a, he did a project with uh, which Marley of the moment. It's like it's probably Damien. Damien. Oh, yeah, Damien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably Damien. It's like Damien, Damien Marley, yeah. Josh Stone. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, they had a yeah, band. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dave Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Dave Stewart. That's the name of the band? It was on the... the, uh, that's the thing was... It was the Alfie soundtrack, right? They did a whole album and like... The thing was, he called me directly and I thought it was Jimmy trying to fuck with me. <laughs> you know, what's up? You know, it's Mick Jagger. And I was like, all right. Just like everyone that has that type of story where it takes you 15 minutes to believe it. I hung up. I called Jimmy. I'm like, oh, wait. And Jimmy's like, hey, no, it wasn't me. And finally, I realized that it was Mick Jagger calling me. And um, But I love Mick. I mean, Mick Jagger, man. You must say no to a lot, though, right? Because you don't, it's not like you're the, you always say yes to a lot of things. Like, this was Lenny, produced this, Lenny wrote this for me, did it like. I say yes to you. Hey! Hey! Did it's you say that to get me to shut up? Because it's gonna work. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> Wait, is here. I know. Cress, I know. Cress, no, is I know. Cress is trying to push a button over there. I am. I'm <laughs> like uh... gold filled. Your reaction's late. Come on. I man. know. I know. I'm sorry. Let's back up. Hold on. I say yes to you. Don't <laughs> see what you don't know is I have a glandular problem and I. <laughs> Wait, you I start to, you know, I start sweating said, Dante, when I get you nervous. You said I have a glance on time. I do. And then suddenly it just went to yeah, this. It's over. Like, yeah. You killed your momentum. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said it you had a glandula problem. I have a glandula. My, my laptop <laughs> just gl- got hot on it, my lap. I have a glandula. It just went from a pickle to a Okay, we're, we're trying to push this timeline here to get him out. <laughs> yeah, oh, but can I ask him, is he going to do something else with Cree? Because I would talk to her today. And I was you just did? Yeah, she told me to tell you she loves you. She's probably You still talk to guests after they've been on the show? I talked to Cree. Oh, Hello. Yeah, yeah. Cree, she, she How good is that record? Voiceover stuff. At Street that was a moment. Yeah. That's, when I, was, that's when I was, was making moment. five. I know. Same time. We, we Both those Junior records we made at the same time in the Bahamas. Wow. Okay. Yeah. She's, and she got robbed. Yeah, she did. She got robbed. She did. They didn't know what to she do with just, her. She was just early, I think. She was yeah. early. She was super early. She was super early. The label like folded. It was like a whole. It was. Was she still Freddie too? So that was like a no, whole. I, thing. No, she was after Freddie. Yeah. After. I was in college when that record but, came yeah. out. But it's fun. Those that know know that record. Yeah, like, sleep. They no, know Amir it stole it from me, so he know. <laughs> you know what? I did steal it from you. Mm-hmm. You cool. gave me. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. my bad. That's Sorry. Right. That's cool. But, are but y'all... I got you a job, so, you know, <laughs> we even now. We are. Yeah. But will y'all ever meet again? Absolutely. Okay. We've been talking about it. She said that I the just same thing. So, I just... I've just been so busy finishing this record. But, yes, I, I, that would be just a pleasure. You know? with, with five, um, that record Wait, to we me. skipped an album. Oh, Circus. Oh, oh no. Yes, oh, back yeah. to. Did I go to Circus? Boss Bills. Yeah, we touched uh, on oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we did. Now, Circus. Circus. Well, yeah, okay. why, did, why did everybody not like that record? I don't get it. I remember the lead review. Was it, they had the lead review, and was it Vibe? Or, I don't know. It was, I remember like one of the reading an early review on it, and it was either in Vibe, but you, they gave you the lead review, mm-hmm. and they were kind of dismissive about it. They wouldn't have got like, that, What though. in the hell? But like, the thing is, and, I, and my fan, like the fa- like the fan fans, that's their record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, but the thing is, is that have we known any musician to make a song about a genre that they don't like anymore, and it's ever worked? Like there's a rock and roll is oh yeah. There's a hip hop is dead. There's a rock yeah. and roll is dead. There's and then Prince answered country, me with rock and roll is alive. Uh, rock and roll is alive in yeah. Minneapolis. And he called me. He's like, he's Wait, like, I'm, he I'm a dude. said that it was like, he called me. It was like, a B side of like, gold. No, like, I know that. He's like, but I'm I didn't know that was you. for you. Oh yeah, that was the answer to Rock and Roll is Dead. Oh lord. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> always just, we gonna clap back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Circus and Lenny like Electric Circus is to Common? Is it Damn. like a circus thing? Damn. Black people need to stop making albums named after circus. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just saying. Spontaneous. No, because I still I don't. I don't Circus was all the craziness now of all that was going on. Yeah, but the fame was, was, was crazy. Oh, okay. But sonically, you were nuts. still you were still. My on mom your... was dying. Like it was just like my world was a circus. <clears throat> it was a complete upside down thing that was happening. Um, I never felt as though you were off of your your off your deem as, as far as Philly? I know, right? <laughs> Straight Philly. <laughs> I never felt you was off your deem with. As far as your silence is concerned, so no, I, I didn't consider it a departure record. No, it, it, saying like like with the. Well, I mean, it was different. Okay. It, okay. it was a left turn after I get on my way, and of course, the label was like, "We want one more of those," and you know, then I went and made circus and took all these weird photographs and made weird videos, and you know, um, it was that moment. So, were you, you know. nervous about uh, losing the momentum? Not at all. Making okay. Not at all. I didn't care. No. Why didn't you care? Because I was, I never thought about any of this. I just did what came out of me, and that—that that for me is the success. Mm-hmm. You know, it's freedom. Just this is how I feel. This is the music. This is what we get right now, whether we like it or not. This is what we get. This is real. You know. Okay. And then you've got songs in there like that are, you know, can't get you off my mind, and and um, you know, tunnel vision's one of my tunnel vision and. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember just reading the review, and then uh, at the time I went to the, I think it was the Warehouse Music that was in my, the mall uh-huh. I was living at the time, and they had it on the listening station. Uh-huh. And so I just listened to it, and I was like, damn, like, it don't, I didn't get where the flat was coming right. from. Yeah. It, was just, it was just out there. It was just, a, it was just kind of an out there record. Man. Yeah. But I think in general, and, you know, it's kind of been unspoken here, but I also feel that critically you've gotten a lot of, Double standard flack. Um, oh, absolutely. For shit that, yeah, and it's and like the things they were it. later I, calling people genius for, they were dogging <laughs> me for. Yeah, and I'm saying, you've been in the room with me, like when, mm, okay, hope they don't kick me off the, the committee. 
But when we go to Rolling Stone to to vote, yeah, the, for the, the rock and roll, rock and roll thing. Oh yeah, like that room controls like all the critical reviews of, you know, yeah. of yeah. it's their opinions, hmm. and I, yeah, I definitely see people being protective of their, you know, their teenage history and feeling some sort of way that, you know, I mean, so that's never bothered you. Like a no, review is never. I don't. I mean, yeah, you you read some bullshit about yourself that's just like you can tell the reviewers got a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen those reviews. I was like, damn, did I like slap his mama? Right, right. <laughs> you know, fuck your girl. Like I've seen that, you know. And I, but whatever. I think Prince said that once. Whatever. <laughs> he said that. Like, did I sleep with your girl or something? Like, yeah. You know, album should not cause this much. Vitriol. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the journey, and I'm still here. So like, I'm I'm just grateful, blessed, like. I'm, I'm all good with it. And you're like a living legend. So at the end of the day, even if you left this world today, it doesn't ma- you would still be that. Damn, and nothing. No, I was just saying. <laughs> Welcome to my year. This my year, man. My year. You know that my Putting it in perspective that at this point it don't matter. You you free. You can do what you want, and you are a legend. So that's the right of a legend. There you go. You're a young living legend, but you are. Thank you, my dear. Thank you, mama. <laughs> Gold <laughs> velvet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Fonte, Fontigolo from Team Supreme. Black representation in media is very important to me. I think it's important to have our stories told by people who look like us and who have shared in our common experiences. Some of my earliest influences were Donnie Simpson. Uh, I would also say Tom Joyner, Angela Stribling, uh, Sherry Carter. They were just people who told our stories with a lot of class and dignity and were big inspirations to me. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast, The Center Black Voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. 
Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So with five. five. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Professor Love. <laughs> Lenny, so I'm sorry. I know you're doing this silent for me. You're like, it's all good, man. You know, I'm, you're like, what the fuck I'm walking we're to? We're just nerds, man. I'm happy to we, be we, here. Like, we're we, going to get to the new album. We're nerds. We're going to get to um, yeah, but with, I definitely have questions about the new record. So yeah, we, we yeah, but we're good. Okay, okay, yeah. Cool. So five questions. Five. Oh, no, five. No, um, five. That was a record. I bought that. I was working at a record store that summer, and I bought it. Purchased. I purchased. Okay. You, you I, didn't steal it. I some, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a history mm. of stealing music <laughs> before you could go online. Before, before you it. go online, now nah, I stole it in the real world. And right. sidewalk harassment. No, I do not sidewalk harass, <laughs> but. No, I bought that record because that was uh, the first single. The um, the if you can't say no was yeah. everywhere. Like that shit. That, that was Mark video. Romantic again. Yeah, that, yeah. How did um you get Mila Jovovich to do that joint? Um, was that did I say her name right? Yeah, Mila Jovovich. Oh, okay, Jovovich. Yeah. So no, you didn't. Um, Ricky cheered that up. Ricky cheered the shit out of the black she did. We've been calling her that. Jovovich is like since Blue Lagoon. We've been calling her Mila Jovovich. Okay. Sorry. Um, Wait, Mark Mark Calder. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mark Calder. Um, But that record was, uh, I, I took a different turn sonically. Yeah, I started playing drum machine. Started playing with some electric stuff. Started looping some stuff. Um, Actually, it was Billy Corgan that turned me on to some gear um, from Smashing Pumpkins. Pumpkins. Yeah, 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 we were on the same label. Yeah, and we were friendly. And he's like, "Man, you got to start." Using this and check this out. Ah, and this thing and, okay. Because that was blah. around. Because that was '98, and that was when Smashing Pump. Because that was the Adore album. Mm-hmm. Ava, yeah. So that was yeah. Okay. So he turned me on to some gear and some stuff. I just started playing around with this, and um, went to the. I started the record in New York. I had, I had a studio on 35th Street between Lex and Third. Um, I had like a little carriage house, and I built a studio in there, and um, which ended up being like a big hangout. <laughs> <laughs> for a, a while turned into a nightclub and um yeah you'd, you'd come in there at night and you'd see U2 and Bobby Brown and Naomi Campbell and this one and that I mean it was it was the, it was the spot for a while okay you know was that the lyrics on that song or that was that based on a real situation that you were going through uh if you can't say no yeah yeah shit yeah <laughs> But <laughs> yo, I've never heard you say shit like that. Bruh. Well, because that was one of those songs that, like, I mean, it came out is nice. So I was like nineteen. So you know, I was listening to it. And I'm like, okay, this is dope. But then just later now, on, that song's kind of a bug out. Yeah, I'm like, God Lyrically. damn. You think about what you're really saying. Like, damn, if you can't yeah, say no to fucking cheat, this if you nigga, cheat. if you cheat, just think of me. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> the savagery. But, <laughs> but, but that was a dope record. And, and then, of course, when that came out, the first single people were like, yeah. after all the rocks. They, they were, yeah. They were, and then they were like, oh, what's that? But then Fly Away. Yeah. Which, but, uh, which was, by the way, was not on the album. What? The album was done, mastered, turned in. And they. And I'm still in the Bahamas working with Cree. And one day, the engineer, um, who was this. Guy Terry Manning, great engineer who, Terry, to, who ran Compass Point, but he cut all, he cut all that Al Green and Staple Singers. I was going to say Isley Brothers, right? Huh? Uh, didn't he? Didn't Terry also do Isley Brothers as well? 
No, that was my engineer, Tom Edmonds, who, who was has my live bucket. guy. Who, he did the album with Don't Say Goodnight and all that yes. stuff. Say You Will, Don't mm. Say Goodnight, uh, Here so We Go Again. Mm. How long the, did you work with that guy? He was my live guy for years. Really? And, and then he cut the funk album that's coming later. Okay. He cut a lot of that too. record when we went to New Orleans. He's still, okay, doing side circus. notes. Yeah. So there was a point where we started messing around doing some stuff, and his engineer brings in this bucket. Oh, the what? Bucket of the water? water bucket for yeah, the, for the claps. Wait, how'd y'all know? I told you. You this. told the story, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I really he learned, learned that from there. the Isley Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. wet their hands and get it. Mm-hmm. Pa! And that's when yeah. Slizaps for the world. That's yeah. Tom Edmonds. So, Shout out to Tom Edmonds. Well, also, I mean, Five, I know that, um, well, when you were promoting Five on television, like, I know that your mom's death was a big part yeah. of the development of this record. What? I guess think, thinking of you, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. But the what video. prevented you from, I mean, were you, at the time, I know that you were distraught with, with her passing. Mm-hmm. Like, this could have easily went another way where it's like an album to her. It, it's like, funny. It went joyous. Like, sir, she died during Circus, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I kind of li- went through the whole mourning thing. I went right back on tour, like, a week after the funeral. I mean, I was back on the road. And um, by the time I got finished with all that and had gone through it and done the tour and took some time and went to go make five, I was having such a good time. With Cree, Cree brought so much laughter into my life. We we laugh every day, crack up. She's so funny, and I was kind. Of, I kind of started her record, then I got into mine, then I'd go back to hers. But we were all there together. It'd be like, all right, today you're off. I'm gonna do my thing. Tomorrow we're gonna do you. And um, I, I was in the Bahamas. Um, Zoe's mom allowed Zoe to come down. I put her in school. She was there for almost a year. I put her in school in Nassau. And so I was in a good place. I had family down there. And all of these beautiful songs came out. You know, the record was very uplifting. It had a fresh new sound. Oh, but back to Flyway. So Flyway wasn't on the record. Um, Terry had a a park amplifier, like a it's like a Marshall okay. in the in the room. And I was like, oh, I want to try that. So I plugged in a guitar and when you play a guitar through a certain amp, certain guitar through a certain amp, it makes you go to certain chords because you notice that, oh, wow, these chords are really fat right here. That's where the the riff came from, just listening to this amplifier. Oh, wow. And then I was like, mm, maybe just, I don't know, I'll just mess around with it, cut a B-side or something. And cut the song, had the track going. Then I didn't have the words or, or, or the melody yet. I was driving Zoe to school every day in this Jeep that I had along the ocean, just driving, driving fast, driving to school, playing this track for like three or four days with Zoe in the car. <laughs> and then the lyrics and the thing, whole thing came to me. I cut it. A friend of mine heard it and was like, that song's incredible. I said, yeah, but it's not on the album. It's, I don't know. This guy begged me, a good friend of me, he's like, I beg you, please put this song on the record. I will not be your friend anymore <laughs> if you don't put this song on the record. And he was like, and I'm like, the record's done. And he called Virgin. We worked. I said, there's another song. I'm sorry. We have to read. <laughs> anyway, the rest is history. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always wanted to know, why did you feel the need to cut your signature locks 
I didn't. What had happened well, wait. was <laughs> flyaway video. That's what I first. No, 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 no. What happened? This is this is because I saw it and I was like, no. no, no. This is the truth. Please. I went up to Zoe's mom's house yeah, in Topanga yeah. oh, no. to visit her, and we're hanging out. And we're smoking you. a joint and we're chilling. And she's like, you know what? You need to cut your hair. You need to change your energy. It's time. Yes, I remember the story. And I was like, huh? Homegirl left the room and came back with a razor blade. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Not some scissors? Yeah. Not some scissors? Because yeah. they were thick. No, Straight razor, razor blade. Because, and then that's wow. it. Were you it's scared? more dramatic. No, and, and she's like, you, you, like, you got to do it. Like she didn't cut them short and then... No, she cut him with a razor blade. Like, Man. you know how much time that takes? Like, the yeah. Wait, you know yeah. what love you have to have for a woman for her to convince you to cut dude, your hair? Dude. I don't know where, where the scissors in the house. never. Lisa fit in the shave linen. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm like, Lisa's hair is still locked, though. Oh, she's, she's, she's flourishing. <laughs> she's flourishing. My energy is good, boo, she's but we like, need to cut yours. Yeah. I mean, she's was, like, this, I'm a, a, was I'm, this an easy sell? No, dude, I was sitting there. I'm, I'm, I was high. <laughs> no, and I'm man. like, and I'm like starting to buy it because I'm like, she's like, I'm, a, I'm a D. Sampson this month. I'm, like, no. I'm sorry. I need her on the show. But that was a good call though, because I, because I remember. No, like, but that it, record. it came from a place of, it came from a place of love. It did. It wasn't shady. Ooh, but I actually got it more women. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah, and then I was the- like, you know what? Because this this thing came with me, right? Mm-hmm. The concerts and the hair flying. I was like, if I could get over without it, that means that I, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, so oh. you didn't want hair to define you and all that bullshit. No, he's not his hair. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm my hair. He's so not his Take that. With <laughs> <Ooh. Marie. laughs> <laughs> no, because I remember the al- that that was it was a good call because when the album came out in the cover, that's like I was like, yo, he got because the first table. video I had the, my dreads were like oh, yeah. down in my ass. What? Like, yeah. what can't say table. no, and then the, fly the away. Table. Yeah, they were cut. Yeah, he had to cut. I was like, oh, Lenny got what? he got the number five on Is the, that the white, white, white button. Down? <laughs> no, but it wasn't cut like that. It was just like kind of yeah, 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 bumpy and like little afro. But it was like. Yeah, man. So that's what happened. It was a stony I day in Malibu. I got scared, man. I got scared with, with with baby mama. I saw what happened to I, I saw what happened to what's his name in Souls of Mischief. Like when me, uh, Opio. Opio. When yeah, people Opio. cut their head, it's a wrap. When but, people cut their hair, it's a wrap. But the funny part Minus is, it Prince. took it took so long for her to do it. That at some point, the high wore off, and you had to be like, "But wait, oh, no, dude." I was staying at the, I was staying at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and I got back to the hotel, and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, "Oh." Did part of you feel? <laughs> the part of you feel like y'all getting back together? Like, no, 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 no. There was none of that. It where is your hair? It. Someone has. I it. have it. Uh, okay, I have it. So right. today, though, that, be- that, that's, that belongs to Zoe. I have Aww. it. Wow. Yeah. But you're back. You locked. Yeah, up. You I'm, locked again. I'm, I'm coming. As you, I said, the bottom I'm coming forward again. again. Yes. <laughs> I'm coming forward. Yeah. Yo, uh, did you? Uh, I'm, I'm good friends with uh, Gershon, Gina Gershon. Are you? You went to high school. We went to high school together. Okay. Ooh, bound. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Ooh. Sorry. That's that your was, reference. Wow. Fucking nah, right. Bound was the joint. Jennifer nah, Tilly. Bound was the joint, but that was so Gina fucking random. Gershon, <laughs> and she was. Oh. Yes, I that was, yeah. I forgot about bound. Yeah. Okay. Not part two. Part one. My reference. Hold is on. Like, there's that a two was part a two? bound. Uh, yeah. Oh, there. Oh, there was. How do you know this? 
That's not true. Red box cinemas. <laughs> you know, I like just scares the shit out of me. Like, cause they know shit. I bro, not, cocktail. I, I like mad rated cocktail. PG oh yeah, porn. she wasn't cocktail. Damn. How about Showgirls? Oh, that was one of my ultimate, favorite the PG. ultimate B movie. Yes. Versace's such Ooh. a good movie. Versace. Come on. That she movie's, took advantage. That movie's genius. On that stage. Genius. Showgirls is my reference for like when something's so bad it's good. Like, yeah, that's that's no, what I'm saying. I no. say Showgirls. Yo, but Gina Gershon and Showgirls was such a fucking pimp and like gangster. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I've seen it a lot. Just yell out more Gina Gershon movies. Go. Gina Gershon. Yeah. I, I don't, don't encourage. Well, I got you. <laughs> You get that, Gina. I get because uh, she cocktail. Uh, she was in she cocktail. wants to start a because she plays she juice, plays juice, juice art. And she played with Bob Dylan. She yeah, what? I know. That's something you could yeah. do professionally. Play juice harp. First yes. of all, best she, name of an instrument ever. But matter of <laughs> fact, wait a minute. <laughs> me, me, and she she came out and played juice harp with us at uh, at our first uh, not Lollapalooza at a uh, in Tennessee bamboozle. Bumper shoot. No, 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 no. That's a Spike Lee movie. Yeah, that's what he was a Bumper shoot. What is in Tennessee? Bumper shoot. Bumper shoot. I think it was something with a beat. Barbecue. Yeah. Is that what you said? Barbecue. Black Festival. We're only on the fifth album, people. All right, okay. Thank you, Bill. Because I got so bad questions. Me too. All right, let's go random. What's next, okay. Lenny? Five, yeah. Five, Lenny, Lenny, yeah. Let's go. All right, go go damn. You, you kick it off. We're we just, just go rapid fire. Just rapid records. fire. Okay, well, just any album? Just rapid rapid fire. We're just okay. going around, yeah. On the new record. Okay, oh, wow. The, the song Low. Am I detecting a Michael Jackson influence in your vocal performance? Um, Because it ends with the hoo-hoo. <laughs> that, which is very Michael-esque. That Sing is that Michael. shit, Boss Bill. Wait, what'd you say? That is Michael. He's singing background on the record. Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say. You worked with him when? We worked together and I, no, I produced, well, yeah, well, on on his version, it was called Another Another Day. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same song. Right, right. Wait, Storm was initially Michael Jackson's song? I did it for Michael when he was doing Invincible, right? right? But they didn't put it on the record. John was putting the record together with Michael. Mm -hmm. They said it was too hard. And Michael was like, I'm going to save it for my next record because he loved the track. So it didn't come out. And I thought, I was like, it's never going to come out. So then I went and cut it as Storm, but made it kind of smooth, right? But it was written the way I did it for Michael. Mm-hmm. So we had worked on stuff at Marvin's room in LA at John's studio. Oh, shit. At John McClain's yeah, studio. That's where we cut that stuff. Okay. So Reminder, you guys. we had worked on different tracks and we had different stuff. And so I had ad libs that um, were to this groove. And anyway, um, I put it on. Nice. Yeah. Shit. Oh, my ears are pretty good. Yeah, yeah that is Michael. Okay. You were like, you Lenny's was fighting hard. Well, no, I, was like, I was like, I've never heard Lenny channel Michael yeah, Jackson No, no, before, no, that, so. that is Michael. Okay. So yeah. wait, when you got a call to work with Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. um, you felt like, okay, it's he said, worth investigating? He said, write me a song and produce a song for me. Wow. John, he went through John. Mm-hmm. John called me. We met in the studio, and I, I wrote I wrote the song like a couple days before he came in. I was like, I'm like, I'm like what am I going to do? So I wrote this song from wh- where I thought his point of view might have been at that time um, and uh, wrote that song, and then he came in, and he was like. You tracked it at Marvin's room too? Yes. 
So you can go to any studio and it's harder. Just, just pray to God it's that harder. they nail my sound? It's harder. Because yes. I figured you want to track, when people are going for the Lenny Kravitz sound, mm-hmm. that you want to do it at your spot in Bahamas. Of course, that but there's certain like, times when you just can't, you know? So did it there, and, and uh, it, was, it was an amazing few days. Really? He was... It wasn't overwhelming or was, none of that stuff? I mean, it, he started out, he's like, okay, I taught him the song. So I'm teaching him the song, and I'm writing the lyrics out for him, putting it on the on the uh, music stands. And he's like, Lenny, I want to do it exactly the way you hear it. So you stop me when I mess up. Wow. So really? I'm like, wow. okay. Did you I'm find shocked. That hard to do? So, no, he was humble, sweet, giving. So we start. And within the first couple of notes, he's not phrasing the melody correctly. And I'm like, how do I correct my correction? You know what I mean? Like, really? I'm yeah. going to stop this brother? Like, And he's out there and he's dancing. <laughs> you know, the whole thing, man. You know, and I'm just like, um, you got to lay back here. That go, And I say, it goes like this. Man, we did that all day. And he's like, no, I want you to stop me. And I, so it was like, it even, was a bug it, out. Even man. when being polite, I always think it's a test of wills because you're not the first person that gave me a story where it's like a mammoth Michael Jackson recording session mm. that even though it's, you know, he's polite and that you're, he's going to work you to the bone until he feels it's correct, which I never feel that he feels that anything he about him is correct. hard, man. And, and, uh, I mean, he worked hard. And then, then when it got time for the ad-libs at the end, it was like he's screaming. He's at the top of his voice and all that. You know, he's like, he's, 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 he's warming up with Seth Riggs. Right. And then he's like, Lenny, I got 30 minutes. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have no voice at the end of 30 minutes. So you, you get all these ad-libs now, and he just gives it to you. I mean, blood coming out of him. I mean, and then he's like, and then that's it, you know? I was going to ask, But he though, gives it to you. I was going to ask, though, if... Latter, uh, I'm trying to say latter day Michael Jackson, but like post, go ahead. Post dangerous Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. I always felt, which is weird me out because he has the best vocal coach on earth mm-hmm. with Seth Riggs, but because he sang with such a, a fire and an anger in his stomach, post ninety five, yeah, when it got really <laughs> right, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which it's like, dude, you're you're going to destroy your voice. But he was so known as having a beautiful velvet tenor, mm. and he stopped using it. But then he would give you butterflies. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But even oh, okay. then, I heard that initially the track that of track it, is smooth, all them harmonies. Yeah. But I heard initially that they had to make him convince him okay. to just come naked with your voice. That mm-hmm. you're old school, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and not come so aggressive with it, yeah. right? And so. I was asking, like, did you ever once think, like, let me write him a song that forces him to use his singing, his singing velvet voice, which he rarely used post night. I went straight for the like, okay, let's give him like a dirty Diana. He or, wants a rocker. Uh, give him the rock rocker. thing, okay. you know. Okay. So that's why I went there. Yeah. Yeah, I love the uh, the Just Plays remix of Storm, your version oh. of Storm. Mm-hmm. Just he remixed that. I love that song. Thank How did that come to be? You guys. Uh, the black department. 
That's 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 oh my god, that's classic. That's so uh, real. That's, that's so classic. real. That's it. We yeah. need to blacken this up. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I really want to know how did Heavy D wind oh. up producing oh. Guns and Roses? Dude. Yo, wow. heavy, heavy song. Heavy not- <laughs> Heavy used to come hang out at my house in Miami because he was friends with my assistant, right. Deneen. Mm-hmm. They were friends from back in the day, and he's like, I got this track. And I mean, it was just a phone call, right? It wasn't bad. No, no, no. It's it because it, yeah. at the top of the, I was like, heavy. Wait, right, what? Yeah. It's, it's like, like heavy, heavy production, production. You bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Z, Lenny Kravitz, <laughs> heavy deep production. You bastard. One thing, yeah. I yeah. never, even though I knew he was doing tracks and stuff, because like I didn't know he was producing. He was producing hard, and it, even. When I heard the results and like, oh, you're really producing, I still didn't want to register right. that bum diddly 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 was producing this song. So how did you guys sell it to Jay? No, I had nothing to do with it. I, I got the call that it, this is what's going down. Oh. Like, come do it. Like, Jay did it. So have you Jay played was him on, the track first? Jay was already on it. Ah, okay, okay. They just wanted me to sing the hook. Oh. And play guitar. Yeah, so, Yeah. There was a, another record, and I cannot remember the name of it. A couple years back, you did a uh, a remix competition. It was with Absolute. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the mm-hmm. I'm so joint. into you. Right. Don't... Yeah. The Jazzanova remix of that shit. Man. Like, the, I don't even know if you even know. I don't, where I don't, I don't even, he I, probably I, doesn't know that. I'd have to hear <laughs> it. Dude. Yeah, there was so many it's, mixes. It's a jam. It's a jam. Oh, Is God. It? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. That shit jamming like shit. Mm. Like I might need to put that back in my set. Yeah, run that, run that whole back again. <laughs> Wait, what album is it on? It was, it wasn't on an album. It, it was wasn't. Just, it was just like I wasn't. Where was I? In France, out somewhere. I don't know. Some studio cutting that thing. Yeah. It's, it's. Uh, what was? I don't remember the name of it. It's called Breathe. It was called Breathe. Okay. Mm. Absolute Kravitz. Absolute Kravitz. Yeah, right. that's why I remember it as. I knew that wasn't the name of the song. Um, I'm trying to think. But yeah, it was a competition or not a. Not a competition, but yeah, it was like was a remix. Yeah, because like but a bunch of guys they had remixing. a bunch of guys. Yeah, yeah. My buddy Eric Robinson, he did a remix of oh, okay. too. Cena, uh, get, get your uh, acting career. We didn't get. I was, oh, I was yeah. waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. I was acting. yeah. wait, I gotta. Ah, damn, can I hijack this, please? Because I know we got hijack minutes left. Hijack it. Say Questlove Supreme, boo. Go ahead. Oh, you acknowledge it? So it's Questlove Supreme, not Lie Supreme. Thank you. Um. Okay. So one of the one of the things that I love best about your Career. Wait a minute. One last music question. Okay. <laughs> so much clapping. You've been promising this funk album forever. And it's coming. Like, <laughs> motherfucker, you've been saying I know, this since 1998. I, I, I am crying wolf, right? Is it still called Negrophilia? Because yes, I love that title. I yes, just love that title. That shit. But yeah. what I'm doing, reason Ray's Vibration came out now, that record is pretty much, it's like 99.9% done. Okay. Um, I'm going to be making a film to it. That's all I'll say. I don't want to oh, say dope, too much. Dope. And that's what's going to be coming next. Okay, so I'll just yes. give you that. That's worth waiting for. Yes. But yes, it's going to be, I've oh, been waiting for this record. Concert film or, or like, Pardon? is it a concert no, film like or a narrative? No, like a film, like film, a, film. Okay. a movie. Okay. But, yes. And that's going to be the soundtrack. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. Just please don't let it be the Superfly remake. <laughs> 
No, no. Wait, what? <laughs> I promise. The Superfly remix? Yeah. I promise. It's coming out. Boss Bill's getting like angry. I promise. No, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> scared. I don't want it to be Idlewild. <laughs> you mean the one that's coming out? Yeah, yeah. the one that's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't oh, hate on Trevor whoa, Jackson, wait, though. Speaking of Superfly remakes. Oh, Superfly 2. Return Superfly. That was a with, weird. Su- yeah. That's the one with Ice T, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I got a phone call from the label. I can't. And they were like, we need you to fix this track. So they sent me the tracks and they made me take all the instruments off and I had to play all the instruments over again to make it sound like Curtis Mayfield-ish. You know, that's... And I was like, well, I'll do anything for Curtis. You know, he gave me his bass player. Wow. But... Word? On my first tour, LeBron Scott, Lucky Scott's brother. Lucky's the one who's on the actual Superfly record. His little brother, LeBron, who unfortunately just passed a few months ago, um, was my bass player. And I used to go to Curtis shows Mm. and and I loved the bass player. And the bass player and I became friends. I was like, man, I would love you to join the band. And Curtis Curtis gave the blessing. He's like, go on, man, you take it. Also, what's his name? Was your saxophone player for a second? Carl Denson. Carl Denson. For for three albums. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We went past her, but can I just ask the first time you ever heard Cindy Blackman? Because we said her name real fast, but. Cindy Blackman. Cindy Blackman Santana. I was friends with a guy named Anton Roney, who's Wallace Roney's brother. Wallace Roney's trumpet player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The Mile, they call him like the Miles kind of protege. Like his brother's sax player, I knew, did some sessions for me. And he knew Cindy because Cindy was at the time dating Wallace. Okay. Oh. And, so you know and I was at the time living at Rick Rubin's house in LA. And um with those dogs? Yep. That's, that's a good I couch too. Dogs. Shampa and yeah, one's dogs. name is Shampa. I forget the other one's name. They're those black dreadlock dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zoe used to man. Zoe was so scared of those dogs. I know, but because you couldn't she see was their faces. So scared of those dogs. Yeah. She used to run screaming from so those the ones dogs. that look like mops. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mama dogs. But mama yeah. dog runs and then the little babies run behind. Like it's just, I love those dogs. But anyway, anyway, um, I was having a drum audition. All these drummers were coming from all over the place. Including Even, Andy Kravitz. Yes, he did. And River Phoenix brought me a drummer. River wow. Phoenix! That was, yeah, River had a friend that was like <gasps> his best friend that was this drummer. It was the last time I saw River. He brought this drummer from Florida. And then there was also another drummer that auditioned. And he died. I, his name, I, I ended up giving him to Robert Plant and Jimmy Page. Okay. Not giving, but recommending. Um, I I um, want to know why you didn't choose Andy Kravitz. I almost did because he he was coming with some Bonham I madness, know. but Cindy Blackman, boy, she came with the fire. She was playing all that Elvin Jones, right? I mean, just killing it. <laughs> and, side, and, and, and she was fine. Side note, <laughs> yes. Side note, uh, I used to intern at Rough House Studio Four in, mm. in Philly, mm. where that's where. Oh, that's right. Andy was. Philadelphia. Yeah, we're yeah, roughhouse. Right. So the day he got that call, it was like he knew it was like Mama Mace. And he had Sign my in. name. Yes. <laughs> and he, yo, know, his attitude was sort of like, uh, you know, Saranara, bitches. Like, I'm going to come with Lenny I almost had and then, it. And then, like, the sitcom flashed the back. <laughs> The next Monday uh, morning. It's like, wah, 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 wah. That's like black woman hey, history, Hey, Andy, though. do you That's want beautiful. some coffee? You're okay. And that was the last time a black woman took a job from a white man. I was rehearsing at the Lyric Theater on 42nd Street, which is the theater in Taxi Driver where he takes Sybil Shepard to go see the porno. Oh, uh-huh. 
That was that theater. <laughs> You're so old school. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you choose that spot? Not SIR it like was, regular I should have, man. It was for sale at the time for like $2. I should have bought it. Oh, shit. This was before the cleanup. Right. Uh, 42nd Street. Yeah. yeah, we were rehearsing there because it, it didn't cost shit. Wow. And that's where Andy Kravitz showed up. And he, man, he was playing his, where is what? he? Uh, I, God, I, I haven't talked to him since I got a record deal. <laughs> Wow. Oh, like, no, no, I interned at Rough House. <laughs> and then uh, my last day of interning, I asked Chris Schwartz and Joe Niccolo, Joe, the butcher. I, Joe the butcher, can I borrow $1,500 to pay for my pop, mm. pass the popcorn video? They gave it to uh, me. They paid for it. Oh, I hey, interned Chris. and they paid for the video. You know you a guitar player it. from Philly named Mike Tyler? Yes, I do. Pop's cool love. Pike, Mike Tyler was one of the guys in that black Duran Duran. Of course. Me, of course he Tony, is. a couple another he guy, was Mike Tyler. <laughs> it was a light skin convention. Yeah. Always. It was like the great the this this is the, the super friends of I still see him so he, he ended up in, in Amsterdam. Yeah, he, he he's was a, Yeah, he's got a Dutch lady and kids and yeah. You know Mike Tyler, he's playing with LO Mama Sit Knock You Out. The the blonde Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing he's playing on, the the on the acoustic. On the uh, on the That's MTV right on, on the on the unplugged. That's with right. The deodorant. Yeah. yeah. With the, with the, oh, the, wow. The the L.O. Wow. was, L-O yeah. was killing yeah. it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Like, L.O. needs some I'm, clear jail, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, dog. No, real talk. Okay, so when I inducted... That's, that's, no, for real, that's, that's why the, I use clear jails did this you, day, because... It's one of the, the best things you've ever said. Balls. No, but here's the thing. balls the L. Joy. Here's the thing, though. When I inducted L.L. at the Kennedy Center Honors, right... And told the audience straight up the reason why I use secret unscented <laughs> was because LL. You said that in front of all those people. It was my best. Chappelle laughed his ass off oh, okay. in the front row. <laughs> but it was true because secret keeps you dry. And it's like. And it's, don't ball up. Hey, secret made for. Wow. Man, 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 man. Yeah, with that little, with that little octopus, with that little sexy octopus. I can't. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you're really taking it to that places. Was- All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So, <laughs> oh, we still we got to talk about Hunger oh. Games. We got four, I know, years ago. Hunger Games, how did that come about? I loved you in that role. I got a phone call. That's it. What? It's that simple. I didn't audition. I, did, I got a phone call. Well, Gary. You got a great phone. It just keeps ringing. Wait, how do people get your number? <laughs> the, the director saw Precious. I was about, that's what, okay. wow, yes. And Precious. Was awesome in that. I just like, I had like a day to, like, I was on tour and, and Lee's like, just come in for a day. It's just this little part. You could do it in a day. And I came in and did that. And then the director of Hunger Games saw that and just was like, I'm doing this movie. It's called Hunger Games. It's these books. And da-da-da. I didn't know anything about it. And, then I had to go get the book and read it, and then I was like, "Okay, I'll, I'll do it." Like, but it must, having no idea that it was going to be like be a this phenomenon. Yeah. But thing. After, after doing pressures and all that emotion and stuff that it took to do that role, like Hunger Games must have been like, "Okay." No, but it was cool. It was actually that we we rehearsed a little bit the scenes. It was it was. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there doing scenes with Jennifer Lawrence and all these folks. I mean, it was it was cool. It was different. With your new the 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 movie that you're talking about doing mm-hmm. Negrophilia, are you acting in that? I shall be, yes. Oh, okay, directing as well or just quite possibly. Okay, did you uh-huh. write it? No, I mean I came up with like the story, okay. but I'm having a writer, a proper yeah. writer, really. We're trying to get right. as much out of you as we yeah, can. that's it. <laughs> no, I just really dig you as an actor, man. I'd like Thank to see you, you do more of it. I, Thank it's, you. It's, and it's you said how it, easy it was for Hunger Games to get you, but how did Lee Daniels get you for that role for that movie at it's that just time? Just a phone call, man. He just said, a phone call. I, 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 phone call. <laughs> but that phone role call. wasn't simple enough for just Just a, a telephone call. for me. Put a message in a bottle, baby. Put a message in a bottle. Yes, Atlantic Star. That's called Star, you two. I was was thinking Mr. Telephone Man by New Edition. No. No. Uh, That's Ray Parker Jr. Your 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 era of Langstar is secret lovers, but this this is the A and M before Barbara Weathers. Before they're black period. This is like if your heart (laughs) Yeah, if your heart isn't in it and all the crap. The black department. Yeah, man. Okay, so anyway, Um, what are you asking about? Oh, Lee Daniel. Yes. So I was having dinner one night at Mr. Chow and you're so old school. <laughs> you just told us a Mr. Chow story too. Shut up. I'm sitting no. at, I'm sitting at Basquiat's table, the one up, up on the top there where they all sing. And Lee Daniels is sitting across the room with Julian Schnabel, the artist and director, painter and director. Julian brings him over because I've known Julian. Well, I met Julian a million years ago. I actually was supposed to play Basquiat in that movie, but I turned it down. You should have. No, because then we wouldn't have no, Jeffrey Wright, but it makes Jeff- No, sense. Jeffrey Wright was genius, but yes. here's, here's what happened. I had just gotten off the Let Love Rule. Now we're going to another story. <laughs> I had just gotten out of the, off of the Let Love Rule tour, Okay. and Julian was like, I'm making this movie about Jean-Michel. I want you to play Jean-Michel. I'm going to come over, and I'm going to start teaching you how to paint, and da 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 
I was living in the building with this guy, Shange, who is a character in the movie, who um, was one of Jean-Michel's friends. And he was just like, you know, you can't do this. And the script is... But I love Julian, and it was just like, because I knew him. He, but, yeah. And I, just, and, and I had just come off of my tour, and I was trying to become Lenny Kravitz. I was trying to become myself, and I felt like I didn't want to play so somebody else right So he now. talked you yeah. out of it? You're the person not, he talked not, you out not of? Not only that, Jean-Michel's girlfriend, who was best friends with my girlfriend and the one who found him dead right she had some things to say it just was a whole thing i was too close to it all was these uncomfortable. people yeah. side note and shameless plug i talk about well i didn't know that <laughs> are you about to plug your book hell yeah i am because <laughs> i didn't know that you were the person they talked it out her name was kelly the okay girl who was jami shows but okay so no but i talked about julian because right. uh, david and julian sort of had words about each other david who? i talk about uh bowie because oh, he, he played he played Warhol. Uh, right, yeah, he, right, right, right. Right. He played Andy Warhol. But yeah, I, I shameless plug, I talk about Julian uh in uh, Creative Quest, my fourth book. Creative Quest. Okay. Yes. Shameless oh, plug. In bookstores Go now. Back. Good to yeah. know. So then Lee came over at so the Lee, dinner table. So <laughs> Julian Schnabel, thank you, baby. Yeah, no problem. I'm here. Lee Daniels Julian Schnabel brings Lee over, says mm. Lee wants to meet you. Lee's like, I've been trying to get you. I've been trying to find you. I wanted you to be in Monsters Ball. Uh, I didn't wow. get no phone call. I can't. Uh, nobody called me back. Your people. Uh. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So he 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 wanted me. So you didn't know him from a can of paint? No, you I knew, knew who he was. Yeah. About his, so you but knew about Monsters Ball? I, I knew nothing about him reaching out to me. Okay. I had seen those films, yes. Okay. But um, And then there was a movie that he wanted me to star in that was this really hardcore movie. That he never ended up making because it was super. For me to say Lee thought it was extra hardcore tells you how hardcore it was. Hardcore, like some Uzis and nine, like some just crazy. Lee hardcore, not Uzi. Crazy, like the woodsman, like. And his life. Anyway, right. So he's like, until we make this movie, why don't you just come and like play this part? And then again, in The Butler, we never ended up making this film that I, I was supposed to star in but he got wow. me to do what he wanted me to do, what he wanted me to do but um oh my God. but it was great man i got to work in these films and you know i forgot about the book lenny yeah oh my god what the greatest night of my life okay do you remember the the dinner uh, you remember the, after you saw the butler for the first time and the dinner that we went to at the, the japanese the, restaurant at n yes yes who was that lawyer who was telling? Was that your friend or was that Cuba Gooding's oh, friend? Who was that lawyer? That's Cuba's friend, the lawyer. <laughs> that dude yeah, is the most. Yeah, yeah. Mac, like I, I can't. This is what I learned this night. So uh, the entire I love cast, that guy. Yes, he's the great. I need that guy almost. I, I gotta find Cuba then. You wouldn't even know he was this big like defense lawyer. Like, crim- you think I love? I'm not gonna mention his name. <laughs> I don't know his name. Yeah. You think I love telling stories? This guy was born to tell a story. Like he he deserves to be at any dinner party whatsoever. The entire Butler cast just watches that was your first time seeing yeah. the complete Okay, so they all saw the the complete Butler whatever. And Zoe and I were at in and she tells them like, you know, dad's going to join us. And you were then, all sitting in that little booth in the back. Right. Yeah. We thought it was three, but then it was like 3,000 people. Yeah. So <laughs> everyone came. So what I learned this night was one, the way that Forrest Whitaker 
it takes Forrest Whitaker two months to prepare for a role to get into character. Okay. So if it's an accent or you know the, whatever it the is physically, painter. exactly. <laughs> 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 well, I think the time before he was just I mean, no, so he, he had yeah, to get he was, yeah, rid he was of that. Last King of Scotland, right? So the thing was, he couldn't join us at the dinner because he literally his process of getting rid of a character is crying. That's right, out. he wouldn't show up. That's right. So he had to go he, do his thing. Right. So he had a hoodie. crying it out. Is that yeah. what he had a he had a hoodie on and some dark glasses. Oh my god! Yeah, and he's not the butler anymore. He was done. Oh. So once he saw the movie. And the only way for him to become Forrest Whitaker again, he walked from wh- where's the restaurant like in in downtown like, Tribeca. Yeah, Tribeca. So he walked from and Tribeca, the theater was right there in Tribeca. Too, right. Yeah. He walked from Tribeca all the way to Harlem. God damn. And he Jeez says cake. every film is it's not even like <laughs> what you say. So for cheesecake. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but this yeah, is amazing some- to me <laughs> because he's such a. <laughs> He's such, he's such an artist. He's such a method actor <laughs> that the only way for him to come back down to being Forrest Whitaker again is he has to physically uh, boo and, and sob oh, the character out. Oh, I love him so more. So he walks. So that's why he couldn't join us for dinner. But Cuba came. Cuba came <laughs> and his Cuba's lawyer. Cuba's down. He is. He's fine. Cuba's always down. Dude. I need Cuba and his lawyer on the show. Yeah, <laughs> Cuba is just fun. to talk shit. Yeah, yeah I, I, whatever thoughts what kind of you've stories had, were they telling? I mean, at the time he was uh, dealing with uh, Lindsay Lohan oh. and oh, her shit, court appearances. Oh, that's like, right. And the thing, like, I only heard his side of the conversation, and I realized that uh, because she was in court every week. That the only way for her to really uh, generate any sort of like high uh, money monetary action was to wear designers to court. Wow. So it would be a court. Oh, that's sad. Chanel, wait, paying what? No. Well, Gucci, no, 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 no. Well, call me back when you get money. And then you would tell this like, we were there for four hours. I thought it was your boy. Cuba's boy. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, this guy doesn't look like a lawyer. He looks like. One of the Beastie Boys when he's not in, he's got a cap and you know he's New York kid. But um, yeah, Lenny, I gotta ask you something before we stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've yeah, I'm realizing now that your entire story has definitely affected my career, just based on whatever you were associated with back then, rippling like whatever. But. The one move you did that definitely affected my career, and I'm so happy about. I got one thing up on Yay, <laughs> which is your design business. Hmm. And first of all, where did this come from? Like you wanting to, like you are the most buzzed about, spoken about, and talked about furniture designer, art deco person. I've ever like the way they talk about you at at um at Sandow mm. and at Culture and Commerce mm. is crazy to me. But what I want to know is you and I were in the audience at the same time when this happened. So we're in the audience doing a legendary Kanye rant. Oh <laughs> that night. Which one? <laughs> right, right. Which right. One? Okay, so basically You know he didn't know I was there. I know this. I, I had just landed in New York, decided to go, 
went through the back door of Madison Square Garden. He had no idea I was there. I knew this. Yeah. And the thing was, when I walked by you, like once, once it was like 25 minutes, I was like, all right, I got to go. So I walked and I called. Chris Rock was there too. Was yes. he with you? He wasn't. Uh, who was I with? Uh, I'm about to say Stringer Bill. <laughs> Y'all just so cool. Drop another name. I don't know. It don't matter. Just anybody. No, well, I mean Kanye's in town, so everybody. Okay. No, but I didn't like, see you. I didn't see you, right? No, you were sitting. You were sitting, I was sitting in the with seats. John McEnroe. Right, and so I walked past you. Everyone <laughs> looked at you as you do. Wow. <laughs> and I looked at you. Oh, you gotta make me a drop a name song. Okay. I mean John McEnroe. That's and just, we didn't see that coming. Didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. And we shrugged at each other. And his wife Patty. Yeah. And we shrugged at each other. and But what you don't know is that is what set it into motion. All right, here's the deal. Like, culture and commerce. Oh, I, be- I became the original nigga in Paris that night. Yes, you That's did. That's right. <laughs> Wait, yeah. what, what I want to know is, Why? number one, how long have you been working with culture and commerce and Sandow at the time? I mean, for years. But this, this whole thing started back in those lofts in New York City, my first album. Right. I didn't have money to buy furniture. I didn't have money to decorate, but I loved vibe and ambiance and, you know, creating that whole thing. So in Soho at that time, you know, when I was living in Soho in, in 88, I mean, Soho was, Broom Street was kind of nasty. Mm-hmm. We had rats. Kind of. We got, <laughs> a bunch of my friends got, got uh, held up knife point in my building. I mean, it was, it was that kind of thing. It was all artists right. squatting around and, um, so I would anyway. I would find furniture on the street and remake it and and make stuff and it all started. Do you shellac? Do, do I what? Do you shellac? And I, I can't. You, it sounds like a personal question. <laughs> <laughs> so Lenny, do you shellac? No. Um, yeah, but I can what shellac. I'm, what I'm saying is, <laughs> last time you asked that, excuse me, Lenny Kravitz, do you shellac? Not shellac. I mean, but just as far as no, because when some Boy. people listen to me, when People design, they're not hands-on designers. They don't select, they don't whittle, right. they don't, yeah, they, they outsource. Whittle. Where do you learn these words? He's, <laughs> he's like, like, he's just, like on the Andy Griffith show. I know what whittling is. Yeah, I, know, I know what it is. I'm just saying you don't kind yeah. of comment. Yeah, I'm just saying that you <laughs> actually do the designing. You, yeah, no, he, yeah, I, I, you, you build, yeah, you hammer. It's not a licensed thing. You just take my name and then just throw right. it on something. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm trying to get with. Right, right. No. <laughs> And so at at his, well, I know that Latifa was your first major. Well, that was the first. Well, I'd never done a set before. Right. That was That's the first. Right. You designed set. the set. The original QLS. But I mean, we've Shout been doing hotels and condos and products and you know for the long. You know, from a you know a Rolex Daytona to a, a, a Leica camera to this that working with Philippe Stark. Did they I mean, come? Is there did a they come to you? Line? They came to you first, yes. correct? Phone right, call. So that's the thing. So basically, this twenty-five minute rant was and and which rant is this? Which kind? It was basically about how he in, was he wanted to in break Square into Garden. designing. Yeah, he was basically just saying like you know the whole like let me oh that I want to design one. hotels. Okay. I wanted that that one. The okay. thing was he he been trying to break into a particular firm. <laughs> this firm mm-hmm. uh, to use him. And by the way, is he not killing it like with? With the shoes? He wants more. He wants more. He wants more oh, from uh, <laughs> Charlie oh. Murphy. Ain't nobody paying $100,000 oh, for a white wall. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, a white wall. A white wall. 
Yeah, and and they they didn't take his phone calls. Mainly because it's a we come to you. You don't come to us. But how we did I get brought? I don't even remember how it started. I remember what well, it see, ended up being. The thing is, you I don't, don't remember how it started. You don't because you don't know your buzz, yo. Like for for all of us crabs in the pot, mm. we know that you broke to the other side. For you to design for culture and commerce, mm. that's some secret Illuminati. Damn shit! You know what I'm I, I didn't know about mm. it, so yeah. So, okay, I rarely, I mean, I might spoil alert a, a Roots project or whatever, but half the time when you like some shit, like, oh, I didn't know you wrote a book. I just really like to make sure some shit is done mm-hmm. before I say ahead of time, oh, you know, next year I'm going to have a book coming out. Da-da-da-da-da-da. But, I mean, I will say that once you, once you went with that firm, I, I took a meeting with them. Mm-hmm. And oh, you and the Illuminati oh, now too. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got. It started. Oh, it started. Oh, tell me about that. Package. It started you with like, Philippe Stark because he came and saw my work in Paris, right? And he's like, "You need to be doing this for real." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "You're really good. I, I like what you're doing. I, I see it. I feel it. This is. I'm gonna hook you up with my people. That's what happened." And then Philippe Stark ushered me in. So, I mean, did he come to your apartment and be like, who designed the he place? He came to my house, and he looked at everything. He looked at the furniture I made. He looked at the design. He looked at all the stuff, the wallpaper we'd made. He looked at everything, and he was just like, really? Like, you need to be doing this. And I was like, yeah, you know, I do it. But he was he looked at me like, no, you need to do this. You should be doing this for real. So I'm going to hook you up with my people. That was it. So, Next thing, oh, I got, sorry. you know, I mean, Philippe Stark. You know, but I kind of mind the way that you didn't super pimp it. Like the secret, it's known in the design world mm-hmm. what a monster you are. Like, I mean, have you been up for awards or any of that sort of thing? No, or? no. But we got great projects. And do you, know? you do you have an official title? Because for the longest, it was like no one knew what you're going to call your. It's Kravitz Design. Okay, that's uh-huh. the name of the company. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We have an office on Crosby Street. <laughs> and you said there is an everyday person like line situation that if they wanted to have a. Do you have some for Ikea? Do you have, do you have like, something for broke people? You got Thank you. <laughs> one day will it be available at Target? In the- <laughs> we, did, we, we, did, we did, I did a line for CB2. Okay. That's now part of their permanent yep. thing, which, which is That's affordable. accessible. You, you're going to get Where CB2. Where is CB2 located? Crate Barrel 2. Oh, oh Crate and Barrel 2. Oh, yes. okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I'm just getting to you a Crate and Barrel hook up status. I'm, some of us are just at Ikea, but I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> you just want to hook up? What's up? Anything you want, I'll make it for you. <laughs> no, well, I'm going to very white. Very white. Uh, sorry, sorry. Forgive me. Lenny, please excuse Wait, this sweat. Wait, but she put the jacket on. Like, it don't matter Wait. no more. <laughs> yeah, you got the sweat you, on. You didn't hear what he said. Don't, I heard don't the jacket said. activate your glandular problem? It just... <laughs> you don't, you don't <laughs> pull off of the glandular take problem? Take it off, take that. Between the, the jacket and take that last two minutes. Yeah, I'm like, what if I take it off? Take that gold right. I am hot, though. Glandular problem. No, those glands are not a problem. But I do want to take that on that offer because I just... Oh, wow. I do want to say, excuse me, Mr. No, no, you just spoke, and I thought it was Paul Schaefer. I swear to God. <laughs> I, thought he pushed the, I, I thought he pushed the Paul Papa Schaefer button on there. I swear to God, he sounded just like him, bro. That's a compliment, I think. <laughs> I can't tell. I thought he pushed the button. Lenny, I just want to say I'll take you up on your uh, offer because I just moved into a new place, so don't make jokes. I'm Where'd you move? I moved to I'm in Hollywood. Hollywood. Hollywood? Yeah. Oh, you live in L.A.? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's a long story. Is that, is that, is that a problem back. for you? Because I, that's no, a, it's not a problem at all. I take shipping. I mean, no, 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 it's oh, not okay. a problem at all. I just thought we were all. <laughs> that, I thought this was a New York crew. Here. No, that's how no, special no. you are. I'm born and raised in Philly. Where are you from? I'm from DC. Oh, okay. So and then kind of raised in Philly a little. Howard. High school across the street okay. at Banneker. Clark Atlanta. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this uh, has got to be the most fun show there is. Yeah, I was about to say you. because you Thank actually you. let us do a double episode and that's all I wanted. Shout out to oh, Carleen Donovan. <laughs> yes. Shout Thanks, out to Carleen Donovan. Her management is like, what the fuck? <laughs> I appreciate this, man. I was waiting for the food to come out and, you know. <laughs> we would we tried that the first you know, episode yeah. with Maya Rudolph. Mr., there, Mr. And we all fell asleep. You know, culinary, yeah. you know. I, t- I used to feed but then like we you should fell have asleep. Here it was better. With a whole like Stove thing back there, like <laughs> you know. I like this suggestion. We should have a private chef flying guys in from yeah. all over the world. Yeah, flying yeah, guys in. Yeah, Quest in. loves food. You know that's a whole thing too. So yeah, uh, you know, boss bill won't you, let us eat on the air. No, because people be chewing in the microphone. Nah, not, not, at not, eight, good. not at night. That's we not can good. do it maybe during the back daytime. in the day. I used to eat his chicken. Yeah. Oh, you don't eat chicken oh, that's anymore. That's right. The picture of you at the yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. that's how we did take a picture. Yeah. You're, that was Highbird. early Instagram days. At you, you're there at the, at the ground floor, man. So are you like vegan now? or I go through, from, well, last year I was raw. Okay. Raw vegan. Woo! Yeah. yeah I was going to say, how yeah. come you still look like a teenager? Yeah, I'm going to need to know. I'm Sarah gonna, Cream? I'm, I'm going to need your nutritionist number, your, your trainer's number. Like, yeah. do, you, know, do, you know what, do you know people. what gaining weight is or having a stomach? Because <laughs> I got a laundry bag. Like, I need a, I, a laundry bag. I need a wash. I mean, off here. season, I can, you know, have a little fun, but, you know. Like, on, do you work out? Season. Like, you just seem like I do. I work stuck out. Stuck in a teenage body. I work body. out and I eat, I eat clean. You know, if you could, would you just retire and get fat? There's a side of me. See, there's a big mm, fat black yeah. woman inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that is from like, like real. you don't know. Nah, that's real. You don't know. I understand. I understand. You, know, you don't know. I understand. And her name is Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> You know we take you at whatever size. I'm just saying, like, your metabolism like, is like, working I really, overtime, yo. I can get, like, I would shock you. If I was just saying, like, like forget about it, like, like let's just go. Let's just go pop like, out right now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can do it. So I, I keep I keep her at bay. Speaking of running and jogging and working out, what happened that day in Miami with the cops? Oh, Bank Robber Man. That's the song I that ended up on that record. Yeah, I was jogging in Miami and then in outside of my neighborhood just a little bit. Right. And a, a bank had been robbed at that time, and I was wearing like army fatigues and a t-shirt. And oh. apparently, the guy who robbed oh. the bank was wearing army fatigues and a t-shirt. And no. I got guns to my face. In Florida, four, five, six cars, <laughs> guns pointed, pulled out. Me and my boy are jogging. It was like. Froze. That, that, that wasn't the first. I've had guns in my head before. Did you say, dude, so, I'm Lenny Kravitz? No, I didn't say shit. <laughs> no, he's black man at that and point. Like, right, yeah. And and my the guy who's running with me is like he works with me and right. does security too. And and he was like kind of trying to like he's like um look at him. Did you see who? Not that it matters. I I could have robbed a bank, right? But then Did they, they were know they, it was then you? they were doing the thing where so they had like five six cars, guns drawn. We're sitting there against the car. They're waiting to drive the woman who's like 80 from the bank to look and tell if it's me. And all I'm seeing is like the hurricane movie and this one. And I was just like, oh, Oh, God. God." And she drove by. I saw her drive by slow. She's looking out the window. 
and they let me. And then they find out who I was, and then it was a whole. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That thing. Yeah. Wow. That's what but you, that's time, what you get for going like, to Florida. Oh, this is definitely going to be a fifty million dollar lawsuit. Like, let me I just mean, be I, quiet. Was, I just didn't want to get shot. Yeah. You're not you thinking know? about none of that stuff. Florida. Wow. <laughs> that's Florida. Uh, sorry. Yeah. You did the thing for the Chris Rock show, right? Yes, that's right. I did. Can I get a copy of that? Sure. <laughs> What's the thing? I'm dead ass serious. The thing. That Grandmaster Flash Fuck, man. All right. So, what questions are we going to text each other that we forgot to ask? We did Vanessa Paradis. We did designs. We got Creed. We did the acting. Oh, I got one. I got one. In the 80s, what were the alternative black people listening to? I've always wondered that. Like, aside from like Fishbone and Bad Brains, like, what. Other black musicians. That were. was kind of. That was just kind of it. Fishbone, Bad Bates, of course, Bob Marley, but everybody was listening to Bob Marley. But were you listening to Trouble Funk? Okay. Wow. Trouble Funk. Yeah, I used to go to them shows, man. Like a go-go. What? what? Used to go to the Palladium. Wow. Grace Jones. Yeah. Okay. Wait, know? did you name my five albums yet? No, you didn't. He's got to one. I had that written down first. Well, you asked me during the time I was making Let Love Rule, but yeah. what are your five albums of life? That's hard, man. Okay. Uh, all right. Inner yes. Visions. You're gonna, wait, time out. You said talk You're going to have to name. Everyone get your, because we're going to close on this. Oh, okay. Did you ask all your. Uh, yeah, I think I got all my. Bragging like your brain. Joints, yeah. Anything? 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 No one? Okay. Let Love Rule Time. What okay. were your five albums? Inner Visions. Okay. Talking Book. Uh, Acts as Bold as Love. Um, That's three. Um, wow. <whistles> what else was I listening to at that time? Oh, Bob Marley, um, uh, uh, Catch a Fire. Okay. Um, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Okay, now, it's a sub-question. Yeah. Who, what did you get hip to after you were Lenny Kravitz? As in, like, late in the game. Hmm. Like, I didn't grow up on the Beatles. My dad had it, but I was like, oh, whatever. Right. But then after a billion Paul's Boutique samples, then I was like, hey, wait a minute. And then I got uh. into the Beatles. But who's the one artist that we'd be shocked that you got into after the age of 21, 22? That's a good question. Um, Well, the one thing that I mentioned, the John Lennon solo material. Okay. Knew nothing about it. Okay, cool. Knew nothing about it, yeah. All right, last thing. Yeah. Your entire uh, record Bahamas. Record. Oh, okay. no, <laughs> Bahamas or Bermuda? Bahamas. Okay. Yeah. Entire state in the Bahamas is on fire. Okay. What five things are you saving? Mm. All, My... At, no, all human beings are already out. Yeah. So. My Depends. 1958 gold top, Les Paul, that's been on every record since Are You Gonna Go My Way? Okay. It's, it's my number one studio guitar. Um, still to this day? Yep, still wow. there. Okay. Um, What else is going? Let's see. I don't have a lot there. Um, It's mostly gear. So everything in my house, I'm... Well... I got a Paul Evans console that's in my house. Can you carry that? Wait. Okay. Another bucket list question. 
That's got it. I, I want that. The Beatles, time out. The Beatles board on the beach, was that some real shit or just some made up shit? No, it was there for years. Wait, what's the story? So, I heard a story that you found an old uh, Beatles board. No, no, I, I, I owned the Beatles. I owned the Abbey Road equipment, the, the, the four track. The two track and the tape machine. Okay, I mean, and the, and the board. everybody in your mom is like, "We gotta get him <laughs> down. Make him stop asking questions." <laughs> I swear, it's the last question. Okay. Yeah, I, I I own the Beatles since since. Are you gonna go my way? Wow. Still use that board? I just sold it. Motherfucker! <laughs> why? It's a Beatles board. You know why? It was just I wasn't using it so much anymore. I have other Beatle inputs. And I was like, you know what? It's sitting here. And um, somebody offered me a lot of bread for it. <laughs> there you go. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. You know, sometimes you got to just move things around. All right. So you go as Paul. Yeah. And... Paul Evans console out of my house. Right. Um, I have a collection of gold records in my studio that are from famous artists. These are pop culture Other... artifacts. Right. So I've got. Hendrix, I, I've got, Hendrix only made four albums. I have two of his gold records. Wow. I have From Axis Boldest Love and Are You Experienced. I have Sly's records. I have Beatle records. I have Ike and Tina records. I have Chain of Fools, uh, uh, you know, Aretha. I've got The Who. I, I have a whole collection. Like these are all the ones that are awarded to those artists? To those people, but they don't wow. have many more. And they got, wow. So that's four things. And then uh, the fifth thing would be uh, I have the working lyrics to Sgt. Pepper's When Paul Wrote It. <laughs> wow. Didn't yeah. see that coming. Mike yeah. motherfucking drop, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and on behalf the holy grail of, <laughs> of Boss Bill, We're Unpaid good. Bill, good Sugar Steve, Fontigolo, <laughs> and It's like yeah. Lenny, thank, this Man, thank you for having me. This thank you. This interview was everything I had dreamed of in my life. Yes, Thank you, Carly. Right here. Top yes, three. So, all, so all this is gonna they gonna hear all this. A two part. Yeah, I love I love it. It. it's gonna a be two a two part. part too. I, love it. I mean, you know, Jimmy Jam gave us an extra four hours. He did. Yeah. did his, he? His, we did six oh, hours. God, his is seven. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And he's still asking me for like, you know. I, could, I tell you what, we'll come back in a few months when yes. I get back from Europe, and we'll do three and four. I gotta hear a tour story. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Thank we'll, you. We'll finish the rest of the albums, and we'll hear what's going on. And, yeah, we're still waiting for the blackout. <laughs> the Negrophilia. Negrophilia. I love, I love that, that title. I love it's on Negrophilia time right now. Anyway, <laughs> this is Questlove. New album in Questlove Supreme. Oh, wait, wait. New album. When is the album? Raise Vibration. When is the album? Vibration. When is it out? Yes. September. Just September. Oh, just September. September. Okay. The entire okay. month. Okay. Don't be out in September, man. All right, all right. Thank you very much. Raise I your appreciate vibrations. it. Uh, good night, ladies and gentlemen. This is Questlove. Questlove Supreme was a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.